Today is June 1st, 2018. This is episode 83 of Maelstrom Radio. Maelstrom Radio. With your hosts, Flatus and Shinder. Welcome everybody to Maelstrom Radio. My name is Flatus. With me as always, this host is lovely and fine. Like a smooth bad bitch. <laughs> At least we didn't start off with any uh, potato jokes. I like I was pretty sure. Pre-show. I love you deep, deep fried and golden brown. <laughs> Much better than scalloped. True, and I'm twice baked. It's flat. <laughs> yep, there we are. Covering all the. Welcome to Maelstrom Radio, your number one source for all Spud and Earth and Root humor. <laughs> I don't know. It seems we had some uh, volunteers things for uh, Extra Life coming up. We have. Sorry, drinking. <clears throat> Also possibly part of Extra Life. Yeah. Uh, so, wait, where are we? <laughs> I'm looking at the notes. I, I, I don't even see that. <laughs> oh, wait, that... Wait, it's because no. they weren't... That's not actually in the notes. It's not in the notes. I was making reference to the pre-show again. Oh, that... Oh, the... Oh, that... The... Yeah. Yeah, I have, anyway. I have those chips. I could slam one right now. See how that goes. Listen, if it starts to go downhill real There's quick. There's a hot potato joke in there somewhere, <laughs> but I don't have time to think of it. Listen, if, uh, if, if things start to go downhill, I'll just start slamming those chips and <laughs> zoom the ratings right up. Flat as fucking lava mouth. So, anyway, hi, welcome to Maelstrom Radio. We're a Final Fantasy XIV podcast, and uh, fuck it, as far as I know, we're the best. <laughs> that's personal, that's a matter of personal opinion. So. Got anything? Got anything to add to that? <laughs> Alright, good. As long as we all know. I'm just gonna stay out of this. All right, all right. Well, then let's let's talk about like actual bullshit. New optional items have hit the Mog Station, and as you know, and you know, I love a good deal. I love the smell of commerce on the internet. And when the commerce hits, Moogles be the one thing that I want to buy. There's a Moogle Orchestrion that you can buy. It's got a little. It's got a doot doot. You can <laughs> play its doot doot. 
Uh, it's actually really, it's actually really cute. It stands about the size of a Lollafell, and uh, it's nice. Also, there's three or because you do, and there's three orchestrion rolls. Actually, I like the way when it plays, when it's on and playing music, it has like this really like musical notes around it, and the 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 doodle bob on on its head, the the poof glows. So it's neat in that aspect. Uh, there's also three orchestrion rolls that you can buy for five dollars a piece. Uh, the Rise of the White Raven orchestrion uh, orchestral version, the Revenge Twofold orchestral version, and Oblivion orchestral version. Not gonna lie, be down for owning all fifty, <laughs> like spending dropping fifteen on all <laughs> for all three of those. So, you know, I'm down. Uh, Feast season eight has started, so you know, if you don't know, you should know. But the feast is like the arena thing for Final Fantasy fourteen. So you can and you can create a team as the last uh, patch. So if you wanna, if you're on Aether and you wanna be on this team. Uh, that I've named, uh, I don't know, what did I name it? Lower... <laughs> Which, apart from being an amazing Feast team name... <laughs> if you want to join Newt, 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 Newt... Could you imagine actually doing good with that team and, like, going to FanFest and having them announce As that? In, like, Team Newt, 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 Newt... <laughs> You know what? I want nothing I more. My, I, I want nothing fucking more. I would actually try to get good at PvP just to see Ockmorn do that. I listen. All right, listen. I need all we need is two really decent DPS in in, in PvP. That's all we need. Wait, we have safe, safe. Somebody to teach me how to heal. Somebody get safe for Severot. <laughs> Quick. He's been summoned. He'll show up later, probably. Uh, while we wait for him, uh, the Make It Rain campaign. I love that they made rain. I like that they did. They made that rhyme at the end. The Make It Rain campaign is starting from June sixth to June twenty fourth. If this is your first time doing this, it's a lot of fun. It's a it's a fun little uh, side quest that you get to do over in the Gold Saucer. Uh, that's where I got my Eureka. Uh, whooping, you know, for my Ara. Uh, it's also the uh, banner picture for our Domina Umbra. That was Hildebrand, wasn't it? No. Bing. Oh. The bing was from Eureka, because they did a uh, murder mystery quest the first year. Ah, right, right. And it was a lot of fun. <laughs> like, there was it no was weird. It was weird, but it was a lot of fun, and there was, like, no hints. Like, you kind of had to, like, figure it out, which was super awesome. Um, so this year I can only imagine what's going to happen. They, uh, so all Cactpot, every, everything, all rewards, anything, gates, all things have been increased by 50%. That's also, uh, you know, they've also procured a selection of tantalizing prizes and special uh, for the special occasion. So be sure to drop by and partake in this uh, celebration of revelry and riches. So it, to to for the people that have not done this, it's it's you get some hairstyles. Usually there's uh, an emote or two. It's a lot of fun. Just go do it. I house items usually. That too, um, and also I'm going to be buying like the uh, the MVP boons for the FC, so I can you, they stack, so you know make that MGB make it come in, so you can get your mounts and your minions and your hairstyles and your orchestrion rolls. You know they have some really decent, like really good orchestrion rolls at the MGB. <laughs> I didn't even know. <laughs> like looking at them, like damn it. Uh, Paul Metal in chat, Ishgard was a great place. <laughs> So, so we know. 
Uh, also, Final Fantasy XIV will be taking on E3 2018, June 12th, Thursday, starting there. You can go and find the E3 Square Enix Showcase and find Final Fantasy XIV there. Now, you're asking yourself, like, what could possibly be? What? There's nothing. They're not going to announce anything till FanFest, Flatus. Why would I care about going there? Battle challenges, you fool, is what I would say to you. And, of course, they have an Under the Moonlight... And those who emerge victorious will win a classic IB to wear. Really? Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm really sad that I'm not going to this. Mother, what? I Especially because it's, it's, I'm pretty sure it's really close to me. So there's not an IB Tsukiyomi. Shirt. No, no, no. That's way too new. But you I can't get, do a challenge with something that was released two weeks ago. But you get an IB. But you can. But they're doing the challenge based on her. But you only get a IB classic t-shirt so you can because you get to choose like I, I beat Ifrit, i beat titan that bums me out a little bit would you want one of those or do you want like i beat sephiroth i beat nidhog i would dude i would take an i beat nidhog shirt actually if they had it i would really want an i beat rob on savage shirt true feeny lee do you guys read the notes before no don't you think Oh, Feeny? Well, we do create the notes, I and then sometimes we also read them. Come on. How would I be able to react that way to be like, wait, I beat classic t-shirts? It's much more natural that way. Moving on to like some of the important news here. Uh-huh. Uh, I did want to do like a, give a huge thank you to A Stage Reborn uh, for inviting us and the community to I Want to Be Your Canary Reprise. Uh, the show was last weekend. Uh, if you didn't get to see it, there should be a YouTube video up coming sometime. I'm not sure when that's actually going to be released, but uh, watch their social media channels or their Discord for information on that. Uh, but it was amazing. There was a lot. And I, I know like we were sitting in, in the audience with uh, Dylan Thorne and uh, uh-huh. Ine from uh, yep. Lucky Sparrow. Yep. And a few of our FC mates and like all of us were just completely stunned at the the production, the organization, the show and everything. Like, so thank you again for that. Um, and on that note, uh, because uh, Canary is now wrapped up and it's done, uh, they are starting auditions for their next production, which is going to take place again in Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, and they are encouraging you to go and audition uh, so additions will continue through June, uh, and they're going to hope for a late summer or early fall production. Uh, full details will be released earlier th- or later this month, uh, hopefully in the next couple weeks. Uh, but auditions can be done starting now. So if you're really interested, head over to a Stage Reborn website. Uh, they have a, a link you can go to click through to uh, put in your audition. If you're looking for help with an audition, feel free to join their Discord uh, or send them a message. They're willing to help you kind of put that together. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, if you haven't done it before, uh, it's a really awesome group, a really good opportunity if you're interested in that sort of thing. So definitely go and check it out. I concur. I honestly, I really do. If it was a great, it was a fun show. Also, Dylan and Ine happened to be there just like, ha- like just a random happenstance, <laughs> happenstance that we showed up and they're there the same day we were there. I was like, yeah. You're a bunch of Lalafell, a Roe, and uh, a a lizard boy. Uh, The best lizard boy. Mm. Opinions. 
also of note, if you are trying to find a stage reborn, uh, their discord is discord.gg slash a stage reborn. Yep. It's very easy to find. So no excuse not to go and check it out. And Susan Smirkle's great. There was a Mr. Face after party. Everybody got to meet Senor Face. I was trying to remove that from my mind. It is. It's quite. It's quite frightening. It's quite. It could be. It could be a lot to take in. All right. Well, we know why you're all here. It's because you like to shut off the lights and just listen to Shinder and I talk. Right. Earbuds in. I move into the uh, the ASMR. Yeah, you know, uh, a lot of people find. I know people that find ASMR like they don't. I don't know if they don't get it or they find it weird. I mean, the concept of it is kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, we could, we could move in and be like, hey, welcome to Maelstrom Radio with Flatus and Shinder. Ah, oh, damn. I should have had a, uh, a glass with like, ice and stuff that I could just kind <laughs> of <laughs> clink. Clink. Can't really hear the cold beer, yeah. which is slowly warming up. Yeah. Right into the show, if, if uh, <laughs> don't please don't actually give us more money and then we'll stop doing it. Anyway, let's well, welcome Ruby. Rubicon Vale is in chat and saying this is getting weird. <laughs> when was the last time you watched Maelstrom Radio? This yeah. is pretty tame. Yeah. Drinks more alcohol. Happy June, Feeny. Happy June. Oh shit! I forgot. It is June. We have a new June. How can I not play it? You want? Do you want to hear it? Not. Nah, I was waiting for it. Fuck you! It's June. Let's try that again. I saw a double audio coming through. Let's try it one more time. I got one. You got one. They got two. Let's get one more. Fuck you! It's June. Thank you, Emmy. Emmy sent me like five different Junes, and that was the one I picked. It was good. I liked that one. Wait, you didn't have her say June five times in it? No. You could have actually used all five at this. Point. I could. I could. Have, I could have like, like, like cut out the the pauses in between and just fast fired Junes. Yeah. One of them was like June. <laughs> Emmy's range is amazing. Like you talk to Emmy and then have Emmy do voices. <laughs> Emmy's range is great. Better than my range. I can never do it. June. Emmy is full of surprises. Just try yeah. playing Cards Against Humanity with her. June. Hello. I can do a deep voice. That's all I can do. I just do radio voice. Hi. Welcome. So before we get into this, I want to give our general disclaimer. This is going to be spoiler cast. We are going to be talking about patch 4.3. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am leaving the main scenario until the end. So... If you're not, if you're only care about the main scenario part, you should be okay for most of this cast. However, I and I will give another uh, warning before we talk about the main scenario. Uh, however, if you don't want to talk about, hear about things in four point three, uh, this is your warning now. You probably want to mute us, even though you can still watch us. Not sure why you'd want to do that, but it's an option. Warriorism. Maybe they're into like. I I dig watching a Canadian and a bearded guy on the internet. 
I feel like we don't have enough subs yet for that. We're on the run. Like, right. if we suddenly get a, a mass influx of subs, then I would like we probably hit that audience. You, we could tonight. Everybody, all, all these people may have, you know, Amazon Prime, and they're just sitting there. They're sitting on that five dollar sub. Just give it to us. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> Speaking of which. You know, I'm not a germaphobe, but uh, in any case, let's touch it. Let's go. Let's touch it. Let's. No. no? Don't put it in your mouth. I just resubbed my Twitch Prime feed. Wait, did you? I did. Put it in your mouth. You, I mean, you said it, but. I'm aware. You know, you know. You know what I love, though? Many things, but probably not what you're about to play. I love a nice tube. <laughs> I love a nice tube. Anyway, spoiler cast. Just put it in your mouth. <laughs> oh, no, don't. Let's, anyway, the Four Lords, the Swallows Compass. The Four Lords storyline is ramping up. We've got a new dungeon called the Swallows Compass, and along with it, you know... We got Ral We didn't get another trial. No, we got a really, really angry turtle, ninja turtle. Mm-hmm. And we got to see Tataru try to be an arcanist. <laughs> That's she fair. did her best, okay? She did her best. She and her, her best, best was terrible, but she did her best. <laughs> she did try. I love that her fucking carbuncle comes out and just runs around the arena and doesn't do shit. Did you see the extra text if you go and talk to her later as a uh, summoner or arcanist? No. What was it? Talk to her afterwards. She apparently talks to you and says something along the lines of, uh, like, it, it's hard being an arcanist. Like, it, it, this sort of thing could happen to anybody. Andy. Like, your carbuncle, if, if like, your carbuncle came out and saw that, like, it would do the same thing, wouldn't it? You tell me, right? <laughs> <laughs> Like she's got performance anxiety. <laughs> she's yeah. Yeah, Tatar's uh, got some issues apparently. <laughs> I love that her carpool goes like boop doo doodly doo 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 and ran away. Just, just took a took a hiatus. Also, did you notice her carbuncle's tiny, like compared to other carbuncles? She's got like a tiny carbuncle. Like all right. More anxiety issues over her already. It, poor it, performance. Real quick though, like because you know, sometimes the chat knows better than I. Uh is that a thing? Like, I know Lollafell's like mounts different size. Like, I don't think Carbuncle's different different size, right? What'd you laugh I'm at? I'm not going to comment on the size of a Lollafell's Carbuncle. Mm-hmm. I mean, you saw Chili's horse on meter. It was amazing, okay? It was amazing. I love how she runs to you with all the craft great flair. <laughs> Yeah, Tataru is his number one player. She exemplifies or like exemplifies like the normal Final Fantasy fourteen player. No, she tried. <laughs> yeah, that's true. She wasn't complaining about everyone else's DPS as she killed everyone. <laughs> but with that, we also got the Swallow's Compass, which I thought it was actually a really interesting dungeon, although it was really, really fast. So I have a feeling it's going to eventually get a little bit boring, a little bit repetitive. 
really easy to go through. But I think like there's a lot of really cool concepts in there. And even as just uh, running it normally, it was fun. Yeah, it was it was a short, but so far, like it's not getting boring or like, oh, I hate this. Um, I enjoy it. It's a quick dungeon. Like, I don't feel like there's a lot of, uh, like just unnecessary, like kill these groups of packs, kill this crap, you know, um, it's fast paced. The bosses are interesting. Nothing too, too difficult, but you know, uh, it was fun. We got to see it. Plus we got to see spaghetti monster in there. And, um, you forgot about the, the first one, the Birdman. Yeah. Birdman. Birdman. <laughs> And then uh, there's the 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 geo. Oh wait, not that it wasn't a geomancer, was it? I mean, the whole the dude the, with the battle. The whole dungeon's based around geomancy, which makes me think that if geomancy was going to be in the game, the the weapon may be a bell, which I'm kind of cool with. I think that's kind of a con- cool concept, like a bell weapon where it's like bong, like ding. I don't know. I dig it. Only if the low level version is a triangle. <laughs> Just frantically triangling. Fucking, fucking mid-level's like a cowbell, and there's a quest calls, I need more. No, 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 that's the epic level one. Yeah, like, I got, oh, like, <laughs> that's their, that's whatever their animus or whatever the hell version of the weapon is. It's going to be, like, the cowbell, and it's, like, their the quest line's like, I got a fever. <laughs> no, 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 that's the achievement. You know, they have, like, 50, 60, 70 achievements. Yeah. Dear, dear Essie, hire, hire Shin and Flatus. Listen, we're, we're, we'd work for you for almost nothing. That's not true. We'd, we'd work for you at least for a level voyage. And we have great taste in alcohol, so. Not sure how that's relevant to Square at all, but. I don't know. I, 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 and then, so, we start off at this dungeon. You have to go and unlock it, which you just go a whole big loop. You have to fight three different rooms. Kind of cool. Go through first boss, nothing too special. Second boss, run up all the areas, go kill for the uh, second boss. Nothing too uh, different or unique to this. Uh, Actually, no, sorry. The second boss, there's the uh, water tunnels. You go underwater, kind of like an uh, aquarium tunnel. You get to see all the underwater stuff, which is pretty cool. Uh, You have to hide behind the the walls so you don't get washed away. Uh, Then get to the second boss, you get the spaghetti monster. And then uh, you kind of go through the the hill or the up the mountains, which aren't as exciting uh, until you get to fight uh, Goku. Yeah, uh, the water tunnels were, I think, one of my favorite parts, just because visually it's really neat to to run through there. Um, but Goku out of out of the dungeon, Goku's probably my favorite boss. <laughs> Goku is definitely the highlight of that dungeon for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we got the first day in there. We learned about Big Stick and Little Stick. So. The the only strategy we'll ever need is you always go in on the big stick, yeah, and out on the little stick. Listen, that's a life that's a life strategy. <laughs> Size matters. Yeah, between life and death. Now you can survive if you get hit by the big stick. Can't wait a minute. <laughs> you survive. You almost die, but you will survive. Hold hold on a second. Wait, I- said out on the if it's if you get hit by the big stick not never mind. but you said you can survive the big stick that means you cannot survive the little stick so <coughs> i thought that just kind of goes without saying oh okay 
Waiting for a... Oh god, it's Paul. <laughs> Paul went, Paul went, big stick, two big sticks. <laughs> Name the show Take Life the lesson. big stick down a notch. Yeah. <laughs> you know, big stick's not ready. For, you're, when you're not ready for that, you, like, you can't just walk into that, Paul. You gotta, like, talk to somebody first, <laughs> open up that dialogue before you just go into that. You don't want to surprise anybody with big stick. <laughs> What's Ruby Gunvale in chat? What's the Warrior of Light's gag reflex like? Oh. <laughs> no, 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 it said Warrior of Light, not yours. Oh. oh. <laughs> oh, about the same. <laughs> Listen, I don't know about you, but my dragon can't swallow swords. <laughs> Sorry, I just, after all of this, my mind went to a, a place that was not great. Uh-huh. Something about FanFest and testing gag reflexes. <laughs> <laughs> kind of shut down my, my mind for a minute. I'm like, no. No, just, just no. <laughs> Can I get a classic I beat shirt? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're never going to be allowed anywhere. <laughs> In the historic words of Inception, we need to go deeper. <laughs> Where's that put it in your mouth clip right here? Anyway. Actually, actually, hold on. I, you know what? It doesn't, we can't go OG on that one. We need to do this one. Shin's drinking faster. <laughs> no, I'm just finishing it. Uh-huh. Anyway, all right. So we we go through the we learn a little bit more about the the anger, the the I don't know, Pandora's box that opens up and lets out the anger. Uh it washes over Tataru. She turns old for a minute. Uh Tataru's apparently very like in love with her looks. She is a cutie. <laughs> Gotta give her credit. So, but to predict where we're going, Shin and I did talk about this because initially when the, the Swallows Company, the Four Lords quest started, there was always mention of there, the, the two little, uh, two little cute dudes guarding the big bad, bad in the center over there. You and I made mention like, that's probably going to be the last like dude we fight. <laughs> right. Which makes Although sense. We still have, we still have three, no, two. Two. And but they can easily be like trial one, something like a dungeon type thing. The other, I, I'm still thinking that with my original guess was that we were going to get a double trial, and it's going to be a single trial where we fight both of them at the same time. I'd be down for that, like a Thoradin situation. You mean with the Heaven's Word? Yeah, because Thoradin, we fought Thoradin and his twelve. I mean, we fought Thord, and I don't know if I really count the 12. I mean, they were pretty weak. You could survive the big stick. 
thickness must be purged. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, and that's pretty. That's pretty much it right now with the four lords. It's an interesting storyline. It's an interesting storyline. I love that Tataru's there. I love that they brought in the uh, the Kojin. Uh, I forget his name. Um, but Saraban. So yeah, Saraban. Uh, yeah, he's really just screwed. Yeah. Uh, but so far, um, compare if I had to compare it to Heaven's Awards, the the um, Warring Triad. This is I don't know. I find this more like they can have fun with this, so I am having fun with it. There's cute animals. It wins. <laughs> Fair. Fair. All right. So let's uh, let's move on to the return of Ivelisse. We went to the Ritorana Lighthouse. Step one. Mm-hmm. No, no. Step one, we had to go through Chocobo Savage. I was fine. I had to do it on my second try because somebody else came in and spawned a whole other set. And I thought that I was fighting a whole bunch of them. And I, 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 Dome was there, and he was like, how the fuck did you do this in less oh, That's than five? cheating. Well, Dome was there, but he was like, you still did this in less than five minutes. How the fuck did you do this? Like, I died once. He only The only thing... All You're he, not a healer. All he did was res me, but I would tank. Right. Have you seen our DPS? White mages are terrible. I, oh, that's oh, true. Four point three. They did. They did make me a god. <laughs> yeah, my potency was like two eighty. Now it's four forty. <sighs> Susan, I died a bunch of times. I did not. I did not die a bunch of times. I died once, and then I rolled out. I was like. Psh. Like, I don't want no scrubs, and I walked right out of there. They were like, okay with it. Don't nerf us. Um, so yeah, no, the Chocobo Savage is great. I would like to see more red chocobos. I'd like to see red chocobos as not like I love that they were showing up outside of where Ivelisse is. Like, Ivelisse is clearly somewhere. In... This is dangerous, though. If the red chocobos start leaking out of Ivelisse, then the whole world's in danger. Like, ignore primals. Red chocobos are the real threat. Fucking birds that can summon meteor. Like, and you're throwing out bread and shit, and like, <laughs> like you're out of bread, and just fucker drops a meteor on your ass. But yeah, that bird. whole like bird horse thing. Like, oh yeah, these are stupid bird horses. Don't say that to a red chocobo. Yeah, no. I kind of uh, wonder if uh, Alpha's related to the Red Chocobos. Like, we know he's good enough to do this whole Omega thing. So maybe he's related to the Red Chocobos and can summon meteors. Alpha's like a a small, like a Shih Tzu? Like, name a tiny dog. Like a teacup something. Yeah, Shih Tzu would work. Yorkie? They dress him up and stuff. <laughs> but but all of those are not really dogs. I don't know. Name tiny birds you can dress. Parakeet. <laughs> Why would you dress up a bird? I don't know. They dressed him up. <laughs> it? I don't know. I, I don't think there's a gender yet. Alpha is alpha. He is alpha. He's like a robot. <gasps> is he Alpha from Power Rangers? 
Yes. That's why he is gathering a group. <laughs> uh huh. Oh, wait, that's impossible. Beep, 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 beep. That's the one. That's what I was looking for. That's the, yeah. That's for all my Kim Possible fans out there. Hit me up. Uh, Chad. <laughs> they have to, to recruit the teenagers with attitude. Yeah. Like the Warrior of Light. Mm-hmm. Sid. What about my Nero? What about like um thirty something with like grumpy thirty somethings with like caffeine addictions? <laughs> Just don't put salt water in it. Okay. Hi. I don't know what's going on, chat. It's probably I'm not, not sure what's going on with chat, so I'm just going to ignore it for right now. Yeah. Anyways, I still haven't done the Ritterana Lighthouse, so I don't have any uh, opinions or thoughts on that. I haven't gone in yet. <clears throat> I I did. I did the thing. I one-shot it, and uh, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Um, probably my favorite 24-man raid so far. Like, even boss-wise. Uh, and, and we had the return of the guy who created... Um, uh damn what the hell's the name of that boss uh the big orb ozma uh, uh you know ozma's creator created uh i believe it uh was it what's the hell's the robot's name something seven sector seven <laughs> construct seven there you go construct seven and uh and construct seven's great fight it's it, it, honestly it is a lot of fun uh because only the guy who did created ozma was like Man, I don't know. People people had troubles with left and right, so what else can I give them? I know. Math. <laughs> and boy, <laughs> boy, do, do really great players not know math. <laughs> Watching people just die. Die to math. It's great. I love it. There's like a, There's charts and shit you can use and people still die. Oh, I love it. How many people? Uh, how many people over there? Spoiler there? alert: One is not a prime number. It's not. I've not done the whole thing, but I have heard this quite often one and can confirm: One is not a prime number. One is not a prime number. It's not. I don't know why people. Two is. Two is. Three is. Three is. Five is. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to continue, even though we could. We. <laughs> I can welcome to numbers numbers radio where we discuss our favorite numbers. You're not number weighing. Hmm. Today, what do we like an NPR show? Like my favorite number. Have you? What do you feel about sixty nine? It's both sultry and yet mysterious. <laughs> you got a favorite number? <laughs> Me? Yes, I do actually. Oh, what is it? <laughs> Fifty six. Why? <laughs> I don't know. But it is seven times eight. It is seven times eight. <laughs> the fuck after? Don't ask me to explain. It's not rational. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> All right. Fair. If you want a nice number, 24 is a really good number, too. It's true. I like 42. But, you know. The answer. It's the answer. 
Did you know seven eight nine? Did you know Sprinkle said in chat? Seven's also a registered six offender. That was <laughs> that one I like. <laughs> uh, the other one though. It just wasn't funny. <laughs> That's the joke, you get it? Thank you, Jeff Goldblum. I forgot I had this. The North American house hippo is found throughout Canada and the eastern United States. Yeah. I don't, uh, yes. I don't know where I would use that. <laughs> I don't know when I would ever. I don't know why you clipped it. I, you, you wanted it on the board. No. You no, I sent you a whole bunch of PSAs. You clipped whatever you wanted. You didn't send me these. These are great. I don't know why I had to find these myself. I even woke up in the morning craving a fart. <laughs> because I have standards. <laughs> All right. Not the rest of Canada. <laughs> so we also had a few other things in 4.3 that came out. Uh, the Domit Enclave and Reconstruction quests have started. So you can go in and every week, I believe it's up to 20,000 gil. You can trade in uh, your gear uh, at a slight premium. Uh, so like uh, those Elgin gold pack things you can sell to a merchant might sell for 500 to a merchant or you can go donate here for 600 so it's definitely worth your time to go to help with the reconstruction uh, and every time that you go and donate a certain amount you'll get a little small little cutscene that you can go and see as the city grows as well so it's really kind of cool to see it progress and uh, yeah it's pretty neat it's it's a nice way to like make us a little more involved with like the growing of the city and not have to make it something about uh a, a beast tribe and and everything like that so i'm i'm okay with that like I, it's it's you know you're gonna sell stuff anyway you get a bonus for selling stuff there might as well just go there and sell your stuff let's do it so we also got uh, a few other things like custom deliveries uh which you can go now and deliver things i tried this i realized i still can't craft and i gave up and uh, guest books. I know Chile has almost filled his entire guest book, and we are what, just not even two weeks out yet? Yep. And uh, of course, please come out to uh, Maelstrom Radio. We have a plot on Gilgamesh. Come sign our guest book. Uh, you can also see we uh, first got it when it was late at night, and a few of our FC mates were running around doing nothing. So uh, there are some entries in there that you can read from us. We're just, uh, I wrote a, I wrote a nice lead in. So it says Dominant Umbra, the home of Maelstrom Radio. Uh, we're a bunch of cuties completing duties. So, I know, said our house is terrible. Have, you've not seen it. You've not been on. You need to go, go in inside and look. I'm, I'm not going to change my opinion. It's still not as good as Astra's roof. No, no, no. You need to go look and listen. There's somebody from a certain other podcast that's been working diligently. Go look at our house. I, I'm fully aware that there's been help and stuff going on. Still not as good as Astra's roof. I don't you know. could look down on people on Astra's roof. Maybe fucking I can look down on people from our house. <laughs> She's done a great job. There's pi listen, she found did you know did you know there's like little piazza lanterns that you could put on like the banisters of like the stairs? I did not, but I also probably wouldn't want them. So. They're great. They're so cute. 
She gave us a bar. We have a bar now. You still think that pies are cute, but I think that they're terrifying things that are staring into your soul. But they, they make mochi. That's, have you not noticed, like, we have a big mochi bat and a mochi bowl in front of our house? Like, that's what they're doing. Oh, no, I'm fully aware. Yeah, well, there's nothing wrong with the mochi. Paisas remind me of Esper. Wait, like... Like the Pokemon. Oh, okay. There's a lot of Espers. <laughs> Pound that mochi. Yeah, it's, uh... Oh, dude, we can change the lead in. Maybe we change the name of the house to Pound Town. No? No, Astro's Roof. <laughs> but then we could tell people we're taking you back to Pound Town. Nope. No? More people will come. I have nothing in. against Esper. I'm just saying that Paisa's stairs look exactly like Esper. Shin, more people will come if we take them to Pound Town. <laughs> It just wasn't fun. <laughs> I'm not apologizing. <laughs> not apologizing. I'm just... I can't refute your statement, but I also will not endorse your statement. <laughs> this is why we're not invited on anybody else's show anymore. You know that, right? <laughs> yes. Very much. Mm. Also, oh, to oh. move away from this, we have more instruments for bards. And we love it because we already have the harp piano and uh, the harp violin and the harp harp and the harp lute. So now we have the flute and the panpipe flute and the clarinet flute and the oboe flute. Alright, I'm okay. I'm okay. I promise I'm okay. That's right. We were just fucking dying. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm okay. I, I'm just, I'm just so happy. I'm just so happy. people in chat. Uh, I'm just gonna stay quiet, continue typing, and drink. <laughs> Speaking of which, I now have a peanut butter milk stout. I have switched. Have you switched? I started to finish the other one. I know. I started drinking early. That's my fault. Brenda is proud of you. That's I don't know who Brenda is, but she's proud of me. Brenda is a fictional woman I made up on uh, Moog around. <laughs> but you know what, to be fair, but because somebody tried breaking into Chili's house and murdering him. And then I thought like, maybe it was just like some drunk guy trying to like find the wrong button to like knock on, like knocked on the wrong door and trying to find Brenda. And Brenda's just like, I, I gave Brenda a good life. Like she broke up with him and went to college and then like went on her, her eat, pray, love tour. And then Chili created Brenda's Twitter account. <laughs> so. So when is she showing up on Moogle Go Round? I don't know. I would. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's time for a phone in. <laughs> Somebody could be over the show. <laughs>
going on? All right, we're getting close to our time that we want to cut off. So I'm going to go really fast. We also got some Eureka challenge log entries, which really, really helps with leveling up in Eureka, especially if you didn't get to 20 in the first few days there. Uh, and Namazoo has beast tribes now. <laughs> I love the Namazoo beast tribes. They fit in sacks. Well, that's a preferred mode of transportation. It is. Uh, honestly, the Namazoo Beast Tribe is actually really great. They're they're charming. I I I like them more than I think I like the evil Namazoo. I, I it's just like because they're it like they're charm they're charming idiots. <laughs> like he's like they're definitely idiots. Like he had a dream of a golden fucking catfish, and he can't swim. He can't swim. <laughs> no, no, they drown in they like half an inch of water. <laughs> So they also try to cross the desert without any food. Uh-huh. And they have you have to give them like five glasses of water before they're rehydrated. And also they have this thing where the entire population will get wiped out in seven years if they don't have a party. Isn't it like seven seven seven? No no. Every 777 years, uh-huh. they must have this massive party with at least 777 guests. Okay. Otherwise, if they do not hold this party, then in seven years after that, they will all get wiped out. Also, they're not good at trading. Or anything, really. Yeah, really. Like, I will trade you. Although guys. somehow they're good at crafting things. They can make stuff with the little fins. Yeah. <laughs> Take <laughs> Take my strong hand. <laughs> You'll die if you don't grab onto it. <clears throat> um. Yeah. So, uh, so, MSQ? I'm slightly torn right now. Uh-huh. We're coming up on our time. Mm-hmm. But we have the MSQ still to talk about. Yeah, we should talk about that. All right, really, really fast MSQ conversation. Sure. Double warning here. If you're not interested in 4.3 MSQ spoilers, leave now. Otherwise, we're going to tell you all the things that happened like Dumbledore died. Oh, shit. <laughs> he did. He did. All right. Fucking everybody died in that goddamn <laughs> I mean, we can just get them all the spoilers out of the way. Like, Gosetsu uh, ran away and Yotsuyu died and Asahi got his the shit beaten out of him multiple times, might I add, because I specifically did it as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zeno still lives. Uh, we have a lovely, currently unnamed group that is holding a lot of conspiracy theorists, really making them really, really happy right about now. And uh-huh. uh, you get to play as Alvano. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's the shorthand. So, <laughs> let's unpack and, a little Oh, wait. Oh, we forgot uh-huh. Yotsuyu also turned into Tsukiyami, who is a massive boss trial and is really awesome. Yo, that's There's sec- all your spoilers. Oh my god, yeah. That second stage boss song, though. Woo, fire. Also, that fight is great. All of the, like... The beginning music for the the for or for uh, Tsukiyomi is okay. That second stage music though. Hold on. Whoa. Paul, don't make me kick you out of here, cause Alfie is the best, as is Alize. Holy shit. 
No, no, Vivi, we're not talking about the conspiracy theorists yet. We're leaving that to the end because we have a whole segment for this. Yeah. But yes, Yatsuyu, or sorry, Tukuyomi, the fight is awesome. Like the first stage is kind of blah, music's kind of blah. Uh, but then you get to the suffering phase and the music kind of just slows down and it gets really, really awesome. And then that phase ends and you get something else and the music changes again. And it's, uh, yeah, I was really excited when I did that fight and it was, it was great. It's also a really fun fight, but the music on it is just phenomenal. But it's also one of the most satisfying fights, in my opinion. It is. Because you get to beat the shit out of Asai. You do. Or at least his image. And that's as close as we can get, and that's fine. I, I have to say, like, I, I, I've noticed this just going in. I've noticed that when her parents show up all right it goes pretty quick when the soldiers show up eh when asahi shows up <laughs> he fucking burns really fast <laughs> he burns and then xenos is like all right xenos we don't care um but it's an interesting fight i like the the second stage with the the phases of the moon the white and the black and having to switch between them uh, it is a very satisfying fight, especially like the story in the center of like going in kind of like in her mind and, and her battling her demon. Like essentially we're battling her demons and and her coming kind of to terms with Gosetsu and, and, and you know, like standing up for her, um, trying to give her hope. Uh, so uh, it's very interesting fight, very interesting look, and a, a, I think a very different take on a, uh, a primal we've had so far. Uh, it would have been interesting to see something similar. I think Yasail's with Shiva fight, the music kind of told the story where the trial told the story this time. And I think that if they're going to branch out like that, it's a the big suffering bar really helped. Yeah. Well, could tell how much she's suffering. It's it's an interesting concept. And I think that's something that like they should look into if they're going to have more of this, like people becoming icons or people becoming, you know, the, these gods that can be summoned like Yusail, for example, or, or, or Yitsu. Um, if she still was able to turn back into Shiva like whenever she wanted. Yeah, she did have like the like clap on clap off sort of power. Which uh, is much better than Tsukuyomi. Yeah. Um her brother had to transport crystals and it's like, what's that? Now I worry about it. It's just trinkets. Here here's some stuff for the Doman reconstruction effort. Yeah. Surprise crystals! Yeah, crystals. What do you got over there? Sandwiches with soda. Snacks. I got snacks. Yeah. But um with Gosetsu in the end, uh him shaving his head and becoming kind of like a wandering priest. I find that also interesting because they made they made that little mention like I don't think it'll be the last time we see Gosetsu. So clearly leaving it open that Gosetsu will be coming back. I don't think we'll not see Gosetsu. I don't know if we'll see him again between now and the end of the the expansion. I think we will. I, I think his story is still intertwined with some of this stuff. And we never really saw him before Stormblood, and I don't think we're going to see much of him after Stormblood. I think he's very much tied to this storyline. Um, but like, we might come across him in passing or something maybe in the future, but I think uh, his stuff is mostly wrapped up. We might see him a few more times in 4.4, 4.5. Uh, but as soon as we get to 5.0, I think he'll be pretty much done. Similar. 
Um, Asahi got what he deserved. And to be fair, I think the person who who did it, uh, being uh, Yutsuyu, uh, I mean, I think that was the fitting end, honestly. Like, if anybody, like, I, I would have felt weird for me wanting to kill him, even though I did, but I think it was right for her to do it because of the suffering that her family, he, the Empire, like, the, the people even from Doma put her through, um... You know, it's she was a product of her environment, and like it's something we've said here on the show before. Like, like Yutsuyu is clearly a product of her environment. If if given this, if she was raised in a different aspect, would she have been a different person? Clearly, yes, because her her amnesia with Go, Gosetsu and Gosetsu treating her differently started to breed a different type of person. So clearly, you know, her storyline. It's one of those weird things where you felt compelled for a bad uh a, you felt compelled for an, a person who wasn't necessarily evil but evil out of um for the purpose of i'm i'm evil because i need to survive or you know and and i i like that she was well written i was surprised like i was, I was so surprised like she was such a well-written character and and it wasn't all just like step on your head and shit like it's like at first it was like all the jokes but like as we got to grow and know her that's only because we only saw the one image of her which was her stepping on someone's head there we had to go with that for like eight months before they released anything true um <laughs> that <laughs> uh so and then uh we of course Last but not least, you know, we have Xenos and Xenos is alive. Xenos is an Asian. Sort of. Xenos' role is in some other little character that is now going back somewhere. Yeah. Now, our, 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 uh, hopefully soon to be producer, Dylan, was talking to us today and she made mention that. Now, I didn't think about this. I don't think that it is, but she said that it's Estinian with <laughs> Xenos in his body. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking it's it's just Xenos. I don't think it's Estinian. But it, but it is like clearly his spirit is in or whatever the hell it is is his it's something else for sure. His his goo juice whatever, <laughs> you know. His mojo is up in. What well, I don't know how it works. Asians just do weird shit. I don't know how like, like Asians are like, let me get in there and fucking fucking puppet around a bit. <laughs> don't, don't let me break you and puppet around a bit. No, it was more about Zenus's goo juice. <laughs> and um, so like. You know, I mean, it's an interesting concept. Like, I like where Dylan was going when she was discussing it. Like, the whole, like, Estinian being, like, Legion. Like, all, like, like now there's Nidhogg, Estinian, and, and Xenos in his body. Like, it'd be an interesting villain later on if that was the case. But we'd have to see. We've bashed Estinian way too much, I think, at this point. I don't think we'd want to beat him again. Yeah. I don't. I think Estinian's gonna come back. I don't think we're done with Estinian, but I don't like. No, I think he's gonna come back. I just. I don't think he's gonna come back as Xenos because you know if he becomes the 
oh, shoot, look at me. I'm possessed again. Please help me save him. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that everyone would much rather just kill him off rather than just the entire Crucible server. This is, hi, all of them. Hey, me, it's, it's me, Estinian. Oh, I'm, I'm possessed again. <laughs> well, see you later. You know, at that point, he's almost not as good as Menphilia, who keeps getting kidnapped. Until yeah. she can't get kidnapped anymore because she's dead. Yeah. Well, no. Well, yeah. Sorry. She is Heidelin's speaker piece thing. Yeah. She's, she's a puppet. Like the metronome for God. <laughs> she ticks everyone off? Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's not far from the truth. Like, like the Heidelin's voice is too powerful for any normal person to hear it, so you gotta use, gotta use Mephilia. Well, they're off, like, quelling other places. Anyway, uh, so we have Xenos, he's sort of back, sort of. Did you notice Xenos' voice is all, like, like, raspy now? Because, like, it's like... He did get, like, slashed through the throat, and probably kind of comes with the territory. I know, but I kind of like the new raspy voice Xenos, because it's not, like... Xenos anymore is like, do my bidding. I was like, all right. Uh, so do you want to f- swap these two around and save that one guy? And then. All right. All right. So Alfie. G- okay. So this, this is my favorite, my favorite part of the whole main scenario quest. Yeah. They, they borrowed a little bit from War- World of Warcraft and say, Warcraft lets you play as like iconic characters. <laughs> Let's, uh, let's, it's, it, well, first of all, Alfie's like, hey, I'm going to go take a trip <laughs> in my favorite rocket ship <laughs> going to the sky. I'm pretty sure Alfie's whole thought process is what is the most dangerous, worst thing I could possibly do? And that's what I'm going to go and do. Well, he, you know, he's, he's known for doing Who's like, the thing that the entire world hates that it's trying to kill everyone. And oh yeah, really, really hates the Scions. <laughs> I'm going to go to their main city. I mean, that makes sense. As as a uh, to help them as as a representative doma <laughs> yeah but he's still the leader kind of of the scions no doma no remember they don't have a leader now that's all like everybody work in unison it's kind of like they all own the same business and they all do like have special traits in that business and then therefore the business is being i don't know what do you want from me yeah they're all special but we we all know that Tataru actually runs the Scions. Yeah. It really has since forever. Bancred's good at the Heidi Heidi. <laughs> Bancred is good at the Heidi Heidi. That's why he told everyone, no, you can't come with me because you're all you no, you said you're not so good at the Heidi Heidi. Bancred really needs a uh uh-huh. the, the chipmunk minion. Nutkin. He needs a nutkin. A nutkin? Pet. Why? Because nutkins are also good at the Heidi Heidi. True. Do you not remember the cutscene as soon as he came out of the ether stream? Oh yeah. Yeah, the nutkins helped with the Heidi Heidi. They t- ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But anyways, yeah. So we get Elfie is going off to Garlemald, which I think is setting up for. Either 5.0 or 6.0, because we know we're going to Garlemald at some point. 6.0 is the current rumor for when that's going to happen. Uh, so we'll hopefully have that there. 
kind of cool though. Alfred gets completely blown up and uh, their ship kind of goes out and um, you get to play as Alfie. And I got really excited when this happened. Yeah. Not just because you also get the, uh, the, the white carbuncle there, the moonstone carbuncle. Uh, and also you get his summon meteor ability, but just cause Alfie. Yeah. It's an interesting concept. Cause I like having, getting to play through store, like a story bit, like, right. Like it's not just, we got to watch a cutscene. We got to be, interact with that cutscene, and we got to do it with Alfie. And it is something that Warcraft does. Like you can go like we, I've played as, um, God, what is the hell's his name? Like way to go. Um, I, listen, I know you're not going to know. As Troll Jesus? No. Troll Jesus? Jesus? <laughs> Troll Jesus? Uh, you mean, no, that's... No, it's the Orc Jesus. Orc Jesus, that is... Oh my god, Thrall. Thrall's Orc Jesus. No, um... Thrall, that's the one. No, not... I mean, no, no you've never got to play as Thrall. I got to play as, uh, fucking... It's also Vulture. That was the, the troll guy I was thinking yeah, of. I he's think. awesome. Yeah, it's a rip. I, I, he did not last long. Uh, uh, no, I'm talking about uh, Demon Boy himself. Uh, fucking, what the hell is his name? Um, God damn. Burning Crusade. I have his fucking, I have a dice bag specially named, made after him. Uh, it's going to kill me not knowing his name. Uh. Google. Google is your friend. I know. I'm doing it right now. I'm doing it right the fuck now. Not Illidan? Yes, Illidan. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thanks, Paul Metal. Fuck. Listen, I just blame the alcohol. That is a pretty important character in Warcraft I know. World because I, I know the name. I love him. I got a dice bag with his fucking markings on it. Listen, I know. Listen, I got, like, behind this green screen behind me, like, it's just nothing but a fucking nerd I know, shelf. I remember you used to have this nice, like, it's shelf with all the stuff on it. It's still there. Yeah, Listen, now there's a green screen. Anybody wants to donate a better green screen, I get rid of this giant one, I'll fucking gladly take one of the, you know, like, what are the, like, the stream deck. Give me a stream deck and one of those, like, collapsible green screens would be great. Fucking, I drop it during the show. So yeah, we get to go and we get to play it as Alfie, which is amazing. Um, and I think this also means that we should hopefully, considering that Alfie is, tends to be the one that we get a lot of information from and we interact with a lot, I'm hoping Alize kind of takes over those responsibilities and we get some more of her in this as well. Because okay. really, the twins are the best characters. I would like to play as, uh, get to hang out with Sassy Alize a little bit. Sassy. Yep. I mean, it's good though. Like, we should like remove characters a little bit, and like, like Ustola was clearly not super involved with us. This expansion, all it's been. Ustola was involved with us heavily all throughout Heaven's Word. I'm glad she's kind of taking a break. Yeah, and it should be that way. Like, same with Alfie. Like, Alfie's been with us since around we born. Like, especially all through Heaven's Word. Like, he was just. I mean, don't shake your head now. Like, he was like. But they, no, no, he was. I'm, I'm disagreeing that we should take a break. Oh, from Alfie? Alfie and Alize provide much needed entertainment. But I'm saying, like, to get Al some Alize time in, because, like, Alize, we really, all, all we got to saw her in Roman Born is for Binding Coil, right? And then she was gone for a Roman Born up until the point of, like, th I don't know, 3.4, 3.5, somewhere within She was going through her rebellious phase. Yeah. And she came back and was still going through that phase. <laughs> yeah, she still hasn't gone out of that phase. I love it. 
Um, so I'm okay with that. Um, but Alfie lands in the desert and the scorched earth and, and like, there's no, there's no aether there. There's nothing there. It's just like a white sandy desert. And, uh, he meets a group of, uh, scoundrels in the, in the desert. And, and he's like, who are you? He's like, well, call me, what is he called? Shadow hunter? Chat, like shadow hunter, right? Gaius fucking lives. Gaius lives. Now, I, on this show, prior to even Moose being here, like, I was always been on the Gaius lives bandwagon. Moose, we've had Moose on recently, and him and I discussed Gaius living as a, like, we both agree that Gaius lives, and fuck yeah, Gaius lives. <laughs> I'm excited. I, listen, that motherfucker, uh, killed two over overlords. So I want to know. I want to know what the fuck Gaius has been up to, because I'm actually really disappointed that there's this entire group that goes around killing Asians and collecting their masks, and we've one never heard of them, and two we don't have that much of a kill count. We we've killed three Asians in total right now. Yeah, it's doing much better than us. Yeah. I think what we've killed two red masks and one black mask. Yeah, he is handsome. <laughs> the Asians are Gaius. Gaius. I don't know why. Like I was expecting Gaius not to be that handsome. Also, then Gaius is like I'm Gaius. Like like five o'clock shadow, John Ham looking motherfuckers. <laughs> I was like, God damn it! They made him handsome too. Everybody's fucking handsome. All the Garlemald people are. Him and Nero because anyone this. that doesn't look good gets shoved into the stocks and has to be slave labor. Again, Gaius and Nero are gonna hook up so hard, according to Ruby Conville in chat. I don't know if that'll happen. I mean, it's interesting. I listen. Everybody likes Gaius as a character, right? Like, because Gaius was a great villain. I don't really know Gaius as a character, so no, we know him as a villain though, and like the fact that he's had, like, he's been on his fight, like you know fucking murder murder spree <laughs> i've like only very briefly got acquainted with him because you only sort of like they kind of gloss over a lot of him in 2.0 and subsequent like they, they don't really mention a lot about him he he's very in the background a lot he, he's very much a background character and up until the point where you actually get to fight him in which case you get to do that fight really quickly and then you don't hear from him again like at least 2.0 seems to give him a really light treatment. Yeah, probably compared to like 1.0. Yes. But even then, like, I know a lot of people liked, liked even the people that played 2.0, like only and got to see Gaius, like, like him as a villain. Um, and like, that's where a lot of like, you know, I'm a, I'm a Garland sympathizer comes from Gaius. Right, because you know, like it's, it's just who he is as a person, and and his his character, the way it's written, it would make sense. Like guys didn't seem all that like, I'm trying to help you, motherfuckers. Like like it's just I that's this is the way I do it, and and sure, but now he knows the real threat. Like clearly, like his mindset changed. Like he knew the real threat was the Asians, and we know the real threat's the Asians. So why not be like, hey, listen, like. I'm not an idiot. I had, you know, <laughs> I was just following or like whatever the story is going to be. It's going to be an interesting, interesting trip from here on out, um, which 
makes me more compelled to continue playing where 4.2 I was like fuck <laughs> um but there is more stuff coming we're going to have ultima weapon ultimate coming uh which is not really ultima weapon ultimate oh yeah it is ultima weapon open ultimate but uh it is going to be like uh um titan ifrit and um garuda, garuda? And, and so far they've mentioned Garuda's fight. The arena's bigger, but if you do touch the sides, it's just instant death. Not even like a like a number will pop over your head. Like it's just you die. So, but it's going to be a shorter fight. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. I'm also interested to see what weapons they give because like the binding coil weapons were the binding coil weapons. So I'm not sure if they're going to give you gold weapons based on the Ifrit um titan and in garuda and like maybe have all three sets gold out it'd be interesting for that i'd like that so i'd like to see that also enough speaking of which yeah 4.35 heavens on high and hildebrand are, are coming as well i'm excited for heavens on high what are you excited for oh you get wait what went the finger hildebrand yeah, I haven't I haven't done his story. And I I kind of feel bad. Oh, it's the Eureka thing. Oh yeah. Oh ah. <laughs> I kind of feel bad. I like I I I've gotten wind that certain characters that we both love have made appearances, so that means they are coming. So I definitely need to go back and start doing Hildebrand because we've, we've definitely already seen uh, Gilgamesh in some of the preview content. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'm about that. And where there's getting when there's Gilgamesh, there's Enkidu, who is the best character. Yeah, that means there's a man chasing a chicken. <laughs> there's nothing wrong yep. with that. Yep, all right. And then uh, 3.3. It's better than when you trying to, uh, to beat the monkeys up in uh, the Swallow's Compass. Uh-huh. Uh, and then 4.36 will show, of uh, course, Eureka Pagos, which will be the next step. And the new areas... All new ways. Uh, they uh, if they have mentioned that uh, like verticality would play a point. You'll have to run off the tops of mountains to land on different places to reach things, and that's interesting. They're actually going to start playing with like. I'm good at that. I like the fact that they're going to start playing with like level, like like area design, and make it interesting, and and not only just be like go to far, farm all the fates. And, uh, they're actually it will devolve into that in about a week from the release. Time, no, because but. they actually are adding specific like things that you'll be able to do, like not just fates. Like they're like fates are going to be a, a good like a, a good source, but they're also going to add. Like they learned their lesson. Like they said, all right, like all right, well, but that's good. That's good that that like it's clearly like I I don't I almost like that it's coming back to back, so it's not like we just got this. And we have to wait. Till like four, whatever, like 4.4 to get the next pack. Like it's four point, you know, right? Bam, good. We got 4.3. And they can see, like, all right, this is what's worked. This is what didn't work. We're going to add this next thing. And we're also going to change up this fate bullshit because I don't, we don't want people training around. So I'm, I'm happy for that. Like, I'm happy that they're like moving quick and trying to change things up. I do wish they would have kind of reordered this a little bit and released have it on high before they did Ultima Weapon. I agree. Uh, but it kind of does make sense too. Like we're looking at 4.35, which is about halfway through between the patch. So it gives people enough time to play the current content, catch up with 4.3, catch up with uh, Swallow's Compass, Four Lords stuff, the trials, the raid. Get used to some of that, run it for a few weeks, a couple months, 
uh, and then at least have it on high and Hildebrand and get some more new fresh content in there to kind of tide everyone over until we hit 4.4, which I believe should be hitting around end of September or October timeframe, uh, just before FanFest launches. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say this. If you're on Aether, uh, Shin, Shin and I have a, uh, we, we won't say it here. I don't want to say it here. I don't want us to be the guys. Who can, I have, we have a theory. We need someone to test the theory out, but you have to be max level, like like high high higher level than the areas. Like that's all I need to say. Just just listen. If you've leveled through Eureka and you're max level, just hit Shin and I up. You have to be max level in Eureka to be specific. Yes, not max level. Yes, Eureka max level. All of us, like most people, are max level within the main game. If you just say max level, it doesn't mean anything. Max headroom. You have to be max headroom. Message me. I have several questions. Only two people got One that of them right. involves how's your gag reflex? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I wonder how many people actually got the max headroom reference. Not me. All right, it's an eighties thing where a guy took over a TV station, but like back in like the like eighties, yeah, back in the eighties. Back then, that was hard to do. Before like, my time. Yeah, yes, before your time. But even, I mean, I was just born. I was 85. So, like, I was like, I was just like, I was just pooping diapers and, you know, tumbled around like, Mom! <laughs> Meatball shub. <laughs> you know, like like a three-year-old would do. And <laughs> but was it a spicy meatball? Yeah. It's a spicy meatball, man. <laughs> Might push up. Walking around in my, my underoos and grabbing my juice box. And now that everyone has that lovely mental picture in their head. <laughs> do you have any uh, final comments, thoughts, related to our topic and not disturbing mental pictures? Uh, not real. Uh, no, uh, but I will say this. Like, 4.3 is a breath of fresh air compared to 4.2. Uh, it's renewed my kind of like logging in, wanting to log in, you know, ability, uh, which is a good thing. 4.2 kind of killed it. It's I, I mean, I would like them to get better at the 4.2s. <laughs> to, uh, like, I don't I, I don't want to have to look at 4.3s to be my my savior. <laughs> uh, but um, but uh, 4.3 is a nice it was a nice uh, patch. I'm excited. If, uh, I, I don't know if I'll step into ultimate weapon ultimate, but uh. Definitely, I will step into Heaven on High, Hildebrand, and Eureka, and I will probably like those things as well. So I'm, I'm, I don't know I'm in it. I'm pretty sure Shin will probably run right around it this weekend, so he'll, he'll he'll probably fall in love with that raid. It's a good raid. Hopefully, you'll like it. Yeah, I don't have anything else to kind of wrap up with that, uh, but I did want to point out that we are planning on doing another episode shortly. Uh, I can't tell if it's going to be next week, the week after, or after that. But uh, we do want to know your unpopular Final Fantasy opinions. Uh, We have a tweet coming out on Twitter. Uh, It's actually got a lot of uh, responses so far, but uh, go ahead, go to that, find that tweet, uh, and please give us your opinions. Yes. uh, And I'll start telling you, it's it's getting some traction. Do you, what, what's your unpopular opinion? My unpopular, my unpopular opinion, my unpopular opinion is that I think, <laughs> I think Eris was a, a, uh, not like a lot of people built Eris up to be like this amazing like character in seven, and 
I think I don't think she is <laughs> like as many people like like I, I'm okay that she died. <laughs> Most people saw that like I, I mean to be fair like I understand like like building up a character and then midway through the game she fucking dies. Like that hurts, and you're like, because to me, I'm like my fucking party. <laughs> that it wasn't more like the character. It's like my party. Uh, but that's me. So I don't think Eris is all that a bag of chips. I do not think that. I think there's other characters that are. I think there's other bear characters, but I have a I have a deeper connection with Seven than most people. So a lot of people don't like Seven. So that's me. But there's been some really interesting, super like like topic and 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 stuff like i'm super interested in, in to to bring that show to you uh we'll more than likely be doing that show next week uh so if you have not given us and tweeted out your uh unpopular final fantasy opinions please go find that tweet and tweet it out to us uh i probably throw that up on our facebook page as well and so right before i give into all the show promotion i'm going to promote us a little bit and that's dominant umbra the umbra fc over on gilgamesh of course so if you are like Avi, you know, from She Hills I Tank, and you want to come over and leave your server and come join us. She's we're wearing her down. She loves it. She's got to wear down Vegan Pete, who who uh, by the way was taking sexy femoral shots of his character the other night, like on 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 the show. Of just tell him about the gag reflex thing. Yeah, I'm sure that's. Or like the pictures that we took last weekend. I'm sure femros are great at gag reflex and and uh, so you know and shout out of course to, uh, real quick and shout out of course to to Chili and Palmetto Mugaran for having uh, me on for their 50th episode. Congratulations, guys! Yet again from us. Uh, so when that episode comes out, go check it out. It was a lot of fun. It was freaking hilarious. We talked about uh, 90% anything else but sides Final Fantasy 14 and about 10% Final Fantasy 14. So good show. Uh, but, uh, of course you can join our FC over on Gilgamesh. It's been growing. We've had a lot of fun. Also, Avi from She Hills I Tank is decorating our house. It looks fantastic so far. There are things in it. Very shady. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's been doing a, a, a the, the steel, the shit seal of approval. <laughs> so, uh, so you too could also come in and look at all the good stuff or sign our guest book. Just come out. If you're on Gilgamesh, just come out and sign our guest book and be like, I listen to Maelstrom Radio. Yeah, actually, if you like put the secret word in there and be like, I, I love you guys and like, just you know, hashtag gag reflex. <laughs> no, that's not a good, not a good secret word. No, please do. Please. All right. Do. <laughs> all right. Good. If you're on Gilgamesh, you know, sign our guest book and put hashtag gag reflex. Uh, and so you can find us there. Uh, also, you can find us, the show Maelstrom Radio, weekly here Fridays normally at 6.30 uh, p.m. That's Pacific Standard. That is 9.30 Eastern Standard Time. Uh, you know, my dog got stuck under a couch, so that's why we're late today. <laughs> He's a tiny thing, and he got stuck under a couch, though, which sucks. Uh, you can find our shows on iTunes, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. Uh, I, I've been told that we cannot give things away, f- uh, for reviews in iTunes. Uh, apparently I, according to She Hills I Tank, the loophole is you say once we, re- we, we hit 50 reviews, <laughs> I can't give away four reviews, but I can, give, yes. but once you we can give away at review milestones, you cannot entice people to review for it. <clears throat> All right. So once we hit 50 reviews and I would love to hit 50 re- reviews on iTunes. 
uh, we will do a giveaway. Just bring. So go on iTunes, create an iTunes account, give us a beep beep, and believe it or not, that does help us. And I can't stress that enough. Like people will find us more and like grow the show if they find us on iTunes. And the way to do that is through iTunes reviews and and those star ratings. We do not care what you give us. You give us what you feel like we deserve. If you think, hey, like listen, guys, this is a, your show's a two. Tell it, you know, tell us why. Maybe be like, hey, if you did this instead and stop talking about gag reflexes, I'd probably fucking like your shit. <laughs> so, you know, let us know. Or give us a five star and be like, I fucking love gag reflexes. <laughs> they probably they probably won't accept that. Um, you can find us over on our blog, which is www.mailstreamradio.com. You can find all of our recorded shows there. You can find our blog posts. And you can find, of course, our mixtape, which was our last episode. And you can find all the links to all the music uh, there and that's how we ended last month so if you're interested in seeing what type of music we found to create a Final Fantasy 14 mixtape go check it out there it's actually really good and give Hellraven some love because there was a lot of Hellraven tracks we didn't play I'm sure if Shin and I sat down we probably could have found even better I actually have been trying to use Hellraven now as our like our pre-show stuff like when I'm streaming because she does really good so uh, email address is show at maelstromradio.com. Of course, you can find our Discord on our website and our Twitter on our website. But if you need to know what our Twitter is, at under, maelstrom underscore radio, so you can tweet at us. So you can find that lovely tweet. We're talking about your your unpopular Final Fantasy opinion. It's picking up traction. We want to know. Uh, and the people that have responded, thank you so much. I'm We're seeing some really super interesting stuff. Uh, and it's not limited to 14. It is, it is across the Final Fantasy verse. So don't feel like... You know, if you don't have anything unpopular to say about Final Fantasy 14, doesn't mean you're left out. Just, you know, pick what you have to say and say it. Uh, and then, of course, you can find us on Facebook. That's facebook.com forward slash Maelstrom Radio. And you can find us here on twitch.tv forward slash Maelstrom Radio. That is weekly here Fridays. Thank you all so much for episode 83. We are 17 episodes away from 100. We have the plan. We know what we're going to do for episode 100. It is going to be quite epic and crazy. Uh, we'll start setting that up soon and working on that because it ain't going to be, it's going to be something. And I wouldn't miss that episode for the life of me. I have to be here, but you don't. But I would suggest you be here because it's going to be pretty fucking crazy. Uh, so with that being said, Shin, do you have anything else to add for this episode? I do not. You want to say goodbye to everybody? Goodbye to everyone. All to right. see swallows all. Mm-hmm. Something, something gag reflex. Okay. <laughs> Fair. I mean, that's how it works for me. Anyway. <laughs> you swallow till the gag reflex? I'm sorry, my throat was really dry and I started choking <laughs> at a bad point. I was like, that would have been great hot humor if I started choking on stream. But also, it's a really, really bad gay reflex. I've never wanted so much more in my life than to get uh, the super bad clip where he talks about like, you know what the best, you know what, all the best foods are shaped like dicks. <laughs> you know what, what is it like? You know what, you know what kind of foods are shaped like dicks? The best kinds. <laughs> and he's right. Popsicles, bananas. Can't say I know what you're referencing. Super bad. You've never seen super bad? I don't think so, no. Shin, you need to go see Super Bad. Everyone in chat yell at Shin for not seeing Super Bad. Anyway. <laughs> Mute Shin. 
doop a doop, double a beep, <laughs> and of course, bada bada bada. Thank you all for this lovely episode 83. We had a lot of fun, had a lot of laughs. And of course, we talked about the MSQ only one way, the way we know how, is with jokes and humor and not discussing this main story at all. <laughs> not giving the, you know, the oomph it needs. So, with that being said, I'd love to see you all next week when we discuss your unpopular Final Fantasy opinions. And remember, till sea swallows all, keep listening. Maelstrom Radio is a production of MaelstromRadio.com, Blackfire Media Productions. Final Fantasy XIV and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Opening theme provided by Benjamin Anthony James. You can find more of their music over at SoundCloud.com forward slash Ben773. Our outro is provided by Sodo. You can find more of their music over at SoundCloud.com forward slash Sodo. Views and opinions expressed on this episode are those of Maelstrom Radio and their hosts, and do not reflect the views and opinions of Square Enix. And until C swallows all, keep listening.